ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fresh Frozen Southerner podcast. My name is Jay. I hope all is well. All right, guys, let me give you a quick weather update. I haven't complained about the weather up here in a while. Part of the reason for that is that it's been a relatively mild winter, at least for this part of the country. So I've tried not to complain about it. I don't want to tempt the fates. But I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods, but this morning when I got up, it was a balmy 15 degrees. The high today is supposed to be 22. It is currently flurrying, which we were not supposed to get any accumulation, but we've got about a half inch on the ground right now. It's not quite enough to cover the grass, but the driveway and sidewalk are covered. It's supposed to last all day long. I got a weather alert on my phone that they're calling for snow squalls this afternoon. So they're telling people that if you're out driving, visibility may go down to zero, and please be careful. And it's supposed to last through Wednesday. Now, it's supposed to get a little bit warmer tomorrow. It's supposed to be over 35, which is over freezing. So we'll take what we can get at this point. But it's supposed to be down in the teens again tonight and not much warmer on Wednesday, a little little closer to the seasonable norm. But my God, winter is just, you know, it's reminding us that you're still in a frozen wasteland, And even though it's spring, it's almost April, we're not out of the woods yet. And I swear I'm so sick of the weather up here. It's a, it just holds on so long. It never gives you a break and it just wears on you. It drives you insane. Now, people that grew up here probably don't think anything about it because, you know, just like children growing up in an abusive household, they, they just think that's normal. But you don't have to deal with this crap in a lot of other parts of the country. And I am just really sick of being up here. But those feelings might be a moot point. The reason for this episode is, number one, I wanted to explain why there was no episode on Friday. I know I am not the most dependable uploader. It's kind of hit or miss, and it's just whenever I get a show done and upload it onto the internet. But the reason that I did not upload at the end of last week is because I have mentioned before that we are renting this house And like a lot of parts of the country, particularly this area of the country, the housing market has absolutely gone insane. There are a huge number of people wanting to get out of the areas that surround New York City. So we have got people from New York and New Jersey moving into this part of the part of the world. And the housing market has just exploded. We have kind of sort of looked for a house over the last year and stuff is getting snatched up about two days after it hits the market. We were actually speaking with a realtor at one point. She said she had two different buyers that purchased a house sight unseen. It you know it got listed. They put an offer on it immediately, and now they're in the house and they hate it. And you're just stuck there at that point, which I don't have a great deal of sympathy for those people because that is an idiotic thing to do. I don't know why anyone would do that. How can you be that desperate for a house? But this in this area, the Crestwood School District is considered head and shoulders above the rest of the school districts in the area so i can understand why people are trying to come here that's why we settled here when we moved up here my wife was talking to people at the business that she was accepting the job offer from and everybody said if you have children you need to be in the crestwood school district so they're trying to get to this part of the state for the same reason that we settled in this part of the state and it's because the schools are so good But with the market going just completely batshit the way it has, I'm not surprised that my landlord has decided to put this house up for sale. Now, some people would be upset by that. I really, I don't view that as a personal attack. First of all, it's his house. He has every right to sell it. And with the market the way it is, he's going to get 30 or 40% above what the house is actually worth. 
I know if I was in his position, I certainly wouldn't ignore that type of gain on the house. So I understand why he's doing it. I'm actually surprised he waited as long as he did. But the long and the short of it is, is I did not upload a show last week because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we had people in and out of the house all day long. And as a matter of fact, I'm recording this now in between showings. We have another group coming in in about an hour and a half. And it has just been a bit of a disruption to our normal daily lives. And it also means that we are losing our house at a time when it is extremely difficult to find something else. Now, we had been wanting to purchase a house for a while, but then it got to when we moved up here, it was always with the understanding that we were going to move back south at some point. Now, we had thought about buying a house when we first got up here, which we waited a little while. It's it's a long move away from family. And we wanted to see, you know, how did we like the area? How did my wife's job go before we really worried about purchasing a house? And we did look for the first couple of years, and we just never found anything that we really liked. Certainly nothing we wanted to spend $200,000 on. A lot of the houses up here just have very odd layouts, and I don't know if it's just an architectural difference based on, you know, I grew up 500 miles away from here and houses are just built differently down in Virginia than they are up here. I kind of suspect a lot of these houses were built in the 40s and 50s and the houses back then were very small. And just a lot of these houses at some point they'd went in and put additions on and that explains the unusual layout because a lot of the houses up here, it just looks like the builders were right in the middle of building. It's like, oh, wait, we've only got two bedrooms. It's supposed to be a three. I just add one on over there and just throw it wherever. And you get these, just the flow is off. I, I, I struggle to really put my finger and put to words what it is, but you just walk into these homes and they just feel off, at least to me. Now, maybe people up here, that's just what they're used to, but everything just struck me as kind of odd. And I just never found a house that I really liked. And now we're in a situation where even if we found something we like, the chances of us not getting outbid or have somebody agree to waive the home inspection, which is happening a lot. And of course, the buyers are going to jump or the sellers are going to jump all over that because that means that I don't have to worry about going in and doing a bunch of repairs before the closing. They're just taking it as is, and I can just walk away with a wad of cash in my hand. But again, just like the people that were buying houses sight unseen, What if you spend $250,000 on a house and you find out that the foundation needs to be repaired and it's going to cost you $75,000 to get the house to where it's livable? Again, a house is the largest investment that most people are going to make, and these people are just jumping in blind, and some of them are going to get burned. Now, most of the time, houses don't need major structural repair, just assuming that the people that lived in it did the very the very minimum of upkeep, most things are going to be okay. But there are people that are going to really get their asses handed to them when everything is said and done. They're going to have a house that they paid a premium for that's only worth about $40,000 without some major renovations and repairs. But the issue with us at this point is, you know, we're losing the house now. It's not happening Right away, we've got two months, so it's we're on the clock, but it's not it's not into the final countdown. We have got plenty of time to try to figure out where we're going. 
But even when we moved up here, when the market was relatively normal, we were looking for a place to rent when we moved up here. There was the house that we were in, and there was one other house that was big enough to suit our needs and would allow us to bring the dog. Now, this is a very small community. It's only about 5,000. Maybe it might be creeping up towards 6,000 at this point. But this is a very small community next to a normal-sized city. So there's not a lot of housing to begin with, but I mean, only two houses that fit our needs and all, all that stuff that was for rent eight years ago, I guarantee you every one of those people have cashed out because of the market. So we're really not expecting to remain in this area. Now, our plan or our hope, I guess I should say, was to remain in the area for another year, allow my son to finish up high school at the Crestwood School District. We didn't want to pull him out of high school for his final year and move him to another school. That was our plan. Unfortunately, it probably is not going to work out that way at this point. We're still exploring that as an option. It does not look likely at this point. I hope my son doesn't hear this because that's going to upset him. Uh, But we are trying to stay here for at least another year. It does not look like it's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to go back to Virginia to be closer to my family or to North Carolina to be closer to my wife's family. But more than likely, we are going to wind up going back south. Just Number one, I don't want to move twice in a year if I can avoid that. You know, I was hoping to finish out my son's schooling here. Um, If it doesn't work out that way, he's just going to have to move on and adapt. You know, a lot of kids get moved around in schools and during high school. It won't kill him. It's going to be one of those things that they say, you know, it builds character. We had tried to to avoid that if we could. Again, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I hate that it worked out that way. You know, there's a reason they say life's a journey. Enjoy the ride. They don't say enjoy the drive because unfortunately you're not in control. A lot of us, you make plans and contingency plans to try to make us feel like we're in control. But when it comes down to it, you're really not. Sometimes things work out and your plan goes goes along the way you wanted it to. A lot of times it does not. And how many euphemisms are there for that? You know, the best laid plans of mice and men do often go awry. There's many a slip, twixt a cup and a lip. No battle plan lasts beyond first contact. It, I mean, it just goes on and on. My personal favorite is simply life intrudes. But while the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune are certainly not coming in an opportune time for us personally, I'm really not too concerned with it. Again, we've got two months to figure something out. I'm very appreciative that we have that long because that's an opportunity to purge some personal items, organize, get ready to actually vacate the house at a very leisurely pace. We don't have to feel rushed. Um, We've already started packing. I've been going through stuff and getting stuff boxed up. But we've got two months, which is plenty of time to figure out our landing zone. Another angle on this is I feel like I should be concerned just because of the unknown. Uh, But again, I'm really not too concerned with it. it it almost feels like an adventure now i would appreciate having a little bit of a stability and a plan that i knew we were going to execute feel like we're just sort of walking blind through this situation but i kind of feel like maybe this is going to take us somewhere where we didn't expect to be that'll be a good move and a lot of people fear change uh, they get a lot of anxiety when things are changing, particularly when they don't know which direction they're changing in. I'm including my wife in that, and she might be at the top of the list. But change just really never bothered me. Change is always a good thing. It's not always good right away. 
But change always in the long run turns out to be a positive because even if that particular change is just a stopping point for another change that's coming down the road, you're going to learn, you're going to grow. It's it's a character building experience. You don't hear about those too often anymore, but uh, but yeah, this is going to build character. And who knows where we're going to wind up? It sort of feels like an adventure. It's it's going to be a pain in the butt that involves me moving a god-awful amount of boxes and furniture, probably multiple times. But it sort of feels like a new beginning, which is going to be good. Uh, again, it may not be good right away, but it will be good in the long run. And then there's the fact that we're, you know, I certainly don't hate the area. There are a lot of good positives. I've met a lot of nice people. We're going to be leaving a, a few friends we've made over the last few years. But we just never really felt comfortable in this area. It's odd. We've been here almost eight years. I still, this doesn't feel like home. It feels like I'm visiting. And we really don't like this house. We have wanted out of this house for a long time. I kind of wondered how many of the buyers, when they're walking through this house, they're thinking, all right, the renters have been here for seven years. Why are they not trying to purchase the house? I don't know if anybody's asked that question in their mind. Certainly nobody's verbalized it to me, but we don't like this house. And the landlord actually did about two years ago kind of hint that he'd be willing to sell it to us if we were interested. And I just kind of shut that down right off the bat. I was like, no, I'm now wasn't impolite about it, but I was like, no, we're not, not looking to purchase right now, I believe is what, what I said to him. But, but while I said that to him, we were looking for a house, but, but over the next couple of months, I'm, I'm going to make every effort to still upload two shows a week. I'm going to try to keep on a schedule, uh, but please understand, I've got a lot of balls in the air right now, and I'm not a fantastic juggler, so it's probably going to be a little bit hit and miss. There's going to be some hiccups along the way because I'm going to be doing a lot of manual labor, and it's it's going to be a very hectic couple of months, I'm afraid, but I am going to upload as often as I can. I'm going to try to stick to a schedule. I don't know how it's going to work out, but that is my goal. And again, the best laid plans of mice and men. Uh, there is kind of an interesting wrinkle to us moving out right now. Uh, this is the third home that we have lived in since me and my wife uh, got married and had kids. Now, our first home was a little two-bedroom bungalow. Well, we actually weren't married when we purchased that. It was, was just prior to us getting married. And at the time, it was perfect for us. I mean, like, it's a very small house. I think it was it was under 1,000 square feet, or maybe it was 1,100. I don't remember exactly. But we purchased a small two-bedroom bungalow-style house. And when it was just me and my wife, it was perfect for us. But once the kids came along, that house was seriously lacking in some square footage. And after we had been in that house for seven years, we moved out into a three-bedroom split foyer. I, I miss that house. I really liked that house. My wife feels the same. Uh, but when we moved up to Pennsylvania, we sold the split foyer and we moved out of that house after seven years. And we have been in this house seven years and we're getting ready to move. So the three homes that we've lived in, we have lived in for seven years each. Now in a casino, if you hit triple sevens, you win a jackpot. So hopefully... The next move is going to be the house that is just perfect for us, and I won't ever have to box all of our crap up and rent a U-Haul again. But that is my hope. After this move, we've hit the triple sevens. I'm ready for my jackpot now. 
All right, guys, that is about all I've got for you today. I don't generally do shows just concerning my personal life because, honestly, I don't feel like anybody wants to listen to my boring life. I heard a quote years ago. I don't remember who said it, but he said that life is just, or drama is just life with the boring parts taken out. Most people's lives are boring day to day, and I just don't feel like people want to hear about my personal life, but I did want to give you an update of what's going on and try to explain why the uploading schedule is going to be a big giant mess for the next couple of months. But I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, leave it a like and uh, send me a comment. And as always, if you would like to subscribe to the show, that would be greatly appreciated. You can leave a comment at freshrosensoutherner at gmail.com or on the Fresh Rosen Southerner Facebook page. All right, guys, I hope your work week's going well, and we will talk very soon, I promise. Thank you very much.